Trail Runners, welcome back to Chasing Gold, Black Canyon Edition, back in the desert for this round. We are talking with some of the front runners coming to the Black Canyon 100K, trying to get one of those two golden tickets into the Western States Endurance Run. Today on the show, we have Stephen Kirsch, who is running with Adidas Terex. He's got multiple top 10 finishes at Western States. He's got wins at Crown King in the Copper Mountain 50K. Even a 527 at JFK. Woo, get a lolly, that's fast. He is also the content creator at Rabbit Wolf. Steven, welcome to the show. Scott, what's up, man? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Let's jump in quickly to the Rabbit Wolf. It's uh, sports-specific photo and videography. What uh, what kind of projects are you working on? Yeah, so we, uh, myself and two other partners, uh, we work a lot in the running world. Specifically, we've carved out a nice niche for ourselves in uh, ultra running. And yeah, we work a lot with brands to create content for them to use on the social platforms, Instagram, YouTube. We do a lot of short, short form narrative pieces um, and we do a little bit of long form too. So a lot of just storytelling around athletes and what they're getting up to. Um, and yeah, it's a good crossover, cross pollination with what I love to do. And then I've also made it a career. So it's quite nice. That is nice. You are just surrounded in athletics from your own personal to business. That's great. That's right. Yeah. Congratulations, right? I mean, that's the dream, right? Find <laughs> yourself something you love to do and do it all the time. Good. That's, that's what we're trying to do. Good on you. All right. Let's talk about training coming into Black Canyon. If you don't mind, can you walk us through like the last block or two blocks, you know, I don't know, four or six weeks of training? What have you been up to? Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's been good um yeah so in the fall i raced ccc um which uh you know i had i had a pretty nice base coming off the fall and then just kind of kept it going you know running you know 80 to 90 miles a week most weeks so i really didn't feel like i had to do anything too big really coming into black canyon um but yeah the last couple of weeks i've had some good higher volume more hours on feet i think last week i ran 120 miles Woo! um which which was a nice week for me. That, that's a pretty big week for, for me. I don't run typically more than that. So that was cool to hit that and then feel really good coming off of that. And um, yeah, I've kind of, I did a lot of like early speed work uh, maybe five, six weeks ago. And then now lately I've just been focusing on getting in some like really long runs and, and big weeks. Um, but yeah, it's been a smooth seamless build there's, there's there's nothing too sexy about it as, as you're well aware uh, just mm -hmm. kind of getting out the door and getting your hours in but it's fun man nice and where are you up in flagstaff up in flagstaff but been coming down to phoenix black canyon trail a lot right now i'm actually in palm springs uh, nice. i'm just trying to get some quality dry trail time in as much as i love flagstaff and and that thin thin air um it, it is nice to not be surrounded by snow and ice Sure. And what about supplemental heat training? Are you doing any sort of sauna work? Yep. Yep. Been getting in the sauna the last couple of weeks, uh, trying to do that more and more. Um, but yeah, man, I was actually, I ran with Eric Sinsman this morning in nice. Palm Springs. And a couple of days ago I ran here like, like 23 miles, you know, three and a half hours. And it probably got up to like 70 degrees, I hope maybe. And it felt very hot. So I am a bit worried, um, about, you know, just coming from 
single digits to then being confronted with 75 degrees can feel pretty bad. So uh, yeah, hopefully these next couple of weeks really diving more into some heat training. Um, but yeah, that's one thing that I think people often look over for Black Canyon. Yeah, and I think the other piece is even if an athlete does the requisite heat training, right, they're in the sauna, they're getting used to it. If I kind of think that if they're living in that cold environment where they're going out on all of those long runs, yeah. it can be a, a, a tough habit change to go from drinking one bottle every 60 or 90 minutes to all of a sudden you're in the desert, you're going through two plus bottles an hour. So just like pulling out the bottle, drinking it, it's just a habit so I think athletes coming from those colder climates need to be just aware of that, right? It's like, I need to be drinking totally. more, more than I have. Um, but great to hear, you're doing the heat training, you're in Palm Springs, living the life. So you're <laughs> doing what life, you need man. to. All right, what about, how do you approach race day? Obviously you're at CCC, you've raced some of the biggest races in the world. What is going on? How do you set up a strategy for race day? Are you breaking the race into pieces or are you like, I'm gonna run with the lead pack wherever that takes me? Like, how is, what's your blueprint for success there? Yeah, definitely breaking the race into pieces. Just like, you know, I think in the ultra, even a 50K, you look at it all at one piece and it can get a little daunting. So I always try to think about it in little chunks, you know, especially like if you have crew, just, okay, when am I going to be able to see crew? That's always a big piece for me. I think that's why CCC was pretty hard because you don't see crew for the first 50K. So you're out there for what feels like, you know, a lifetime you, you've, you've lived multiple lives before you <laughs> see your crew. So that was a tough one, but like in Western States, you know, it's super manageable, I think, which is silly to say, cause it's a hundred miles, but I think it, it just, you can break it into these little chunks. You're like, okay, I just need to get to this next little bit. So that's definitely what I'm planning to do. Uh, Black Canyon. Um, yeah, luckily I feel very acquainted with the course. I've never raced it, but I've run the entirety of it. Um, so I think I feel fairly confident um, about that. And yeah, I, I think I want to be pretty aggressive and, and try to, I don't want to just get a golden ticket. Like I want to w win the race. Nice. Um, so, I, and I think that's going to take some, some front running, obviously. Um, hopefully not at the very beginning, but hopefully at the end. Cool. I like it. I like the strategy. Um, and getting you from that start to the finish, what does it look like from a fueling and hydration perspective? What's in your bottles? What's in your pocket? How are you managing that? Yeah, um, I have found that I'm a very salty sweater. So I, I've had many moments uh, in training and races where I get pretty hyponatremic and just kind of lose everything uh, and, and really can go downhill fast. So I've found that I really need a heavy dose of, of sodium um, in my bottles and I use precision hydration. Um, that's a free shout out. So I, I do not get sponsored, but maybe, maybe I should be. Um, so precision precision also does some good sweat rate testing. So for those out do. there, they have quality, quality labs, quality products. Good products. So I've been using their uh, products in my bottles and then I've also found that I do a lot better with like solid foods. So even just like applesauce, like the little like go-go squeezes that like little kids eat, I eat a ton of those. Um, and then um, just like solid, like waffles or like the Morton solid bars. So I'm pretty out on gels um, lately, um, but I'm pretty finicky when it comes to the food. I can't, I don't just have one thing that works all the time. Like I have to keep dialing it in, but it's like, it's a good little experiment.
It is. I feel like I, similarly, I'll find something that works for me for one, two, three, four seasons, and then all of a sudden it's not working and it's back to the drawing yeah. board and you just hammer it out on all those long runs. You're figuring out what works, what doesn't work, what's the right fuel. Cool. Totally. Um, and with that said, so with the crew point, so are you coming down with crew? Yep. Uh, my fiance lives with me in Flagstaff, so she's going to come down and crew me. Uh, easy drive, you know, just dropping down the hill and then um, I'll have some Tarek's teammates out there that I think will help out and perhaps pace me for the last 12 miles. So it'll be good. And is the team, does the team practice out of Flagstaff? I feel like every time I'm on trails in, in Flagstaff, I'm seeing the Adidas team or some offshoot of yeah. it out there running. <laughs> we have quite a few up there now. It's myself and then two others, uh, Abby Hall and Cortis Hall. And then, but the team is multinational, but we have a team camp the week preceding Black Canyon in Sedona. And then a lot of people are sticking around to race and then also just be around it. So it'll be a good three-stripe presence, hopefully. Awesome. And you've obviously been to Western States. You've raced well mm -hmm. there. This race, I've heard a lot of people say it's pretty similar with the downhill, with the heat. Any Anything you can take from those races, you know, the heat, what do you – like cooling strategies, anything that you have in place for strategic purposes at, at this race, ice bandana, yeah. all that stuff. Definitely, definitely the ice bandana. Um, I think that has been a, a silver bullet a little bit of Western States for me. That's just very helpful and for cooling. Um, so definitely going to break that out at, at Black Canyon. And then um, in terms of, you know, how I race it, I think, 2021 like 2019 was the first time i raced it very cool year so everyone there wasn't like everyone just kind of ran well uh but 2021 was gnarly and i think i picked off a lot of people on the back half of that race so you know it could be something similar to that if, if just judging by the heat and getting a sense of how you need to run it um but you know the, like, there's always talented guys at black canyon and more and more people are now capable of you, you think someone's going to blow up. And it's like, oh, no, they're actually just that good. So, you know, th there needs to be a fine line of, like, respecting that, but then also maybe just going with it. Um, so, yeah, it, it's going to be fun. Yeah, that is a, it's a great point. I think it plays into what you said earlier about maybe going out a little quick. In today's world of ultra running, I mean, to the big races, you actually have to take chances. It's it's really the only yeah. way to get up there. You need to really see, and there's going to be days it works, and there's going to be days that it doesn't work. There are 5, 10, 15 athletes now that can all win these big races, and it's who has the day. Yeah, exactly. Cool. All right, Stephen, we are hopping in to the 10-question fast-paced fartlek round. Are you ready? I guess. <laughs> Question number one, what sneakers will you be wearing at the Black Canyon 100K? I'll be wearing a prototype from Adidas Terex Ooh. that will be launching in 2024. Nice. I'll have to get some eyes on those. <laughs> How about first ultramarathon and when was it? My first ultramarathon was the... Um, Man, Jamil's gonna kill me. It was an air viper <laughs> race in, up in Flagstaff. It was a 55k. Uh, oh, Sky Peaks or a, no? It was at Fort Tuthill. Oh, I know. Oh, it's uh, Big Woody. Big Woody. Yeah. Big Pine. Big, big Pine. pine. Big, pi big Pine. 55k. Uh, that was my first ultra. It was in the summer of 2018. 
Oh, so not not too long. Five years or so. Let's no, man, on. I'm still figuring it out. I have still? no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. None of none of us do. <laughs> Yeah. All right, you are walk. The race starts at Mayor High School. You are walking onto the track. You get to pick the song that you walk out to. <clears throat> What's your walkout song? Man, lately the song that's been in my head is "Runner" by Alex G. So All it's right. gonna be that. I'll check yeah. it out. All right, Black Canyon is known for some very hot years and some very wet and cold years. If you had the choice, you go in with hot or wet? Wet. Wet. Wet and wet and cold, man. All right. I'll... Guilty pleasures. You are in the supermarket weekly. What guilty pleasure somehow finds its way into your cart every single week? It's gonna be something ice cream based. Oh, that is that's a that's yeah. I feel like that's a common theme going on here. I'm the same. Probably an an ice cream sandwich of some sort. A, a, a Tillamook ice cream sandwich. I've been crushing those lately. Wow. Back-to-back yeah. interviews that mentioned Tillamook. That's another uh, shout-out really? right there. there. Yeah. yeah. All right. First word that comes to mind when I say Black Canyon 100K. Tough. Tough. I've heard fast. I've heard tough. All right. How about race day superstitions? Anything? Um, you know... Not much. I, I, I don't think I have. I, no, I don't think I have one. All right. We got a sunny day. You go in shades or no shades? Always shades. Always Even if it's shades. not sunny, I promise you <laughs> I'll have sunglasses on my head. Yeah. Nice. All right. You, do you have, question number nine, any secret weapons to use in the back half of the race? Um, man, secret weapons. You know, it's not really much of a secret, but I guess I'd have to say my, my speed. You know, hopefully, hopefully that comes into play. Just my background as a more of a track athlete, I can I can use that a little bit. Love it. All right, last yeah. question, putting you on the spot. What place are you finishing the Black Canyon 100K in? I'm gonna win the race. Yes, I love it. Everybody, that is Stephen Kirsch. We will see you in the desert at Black Canyon 100K.